8.43, it's the morning flavor on Metro. Good to have you on on this Thursday. So since we are at the start of the year, we thought it would be good to just have conversations that help us start off on the right footing and also align yourself in whatever way. Today, we're talking about it in the spiritual sense. And we're joined on the line by Siabong Amkize, who's an African spiritual advisor. Um, not necessarily um, somebody who has... Uh, initiated so essentially he's not initiated but he's been groomed and um, guided to follow this path but he'll tell his own story see ya good morning 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 to the more flavor team how are you guys doing i'm very well and how are you i'm sensational 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 is the word i was just saying earlier that um do we put you in the same basket as financial advisors and <laughs> <laughs> as, yeah. Yeah. as long as you don't group with forex advisors <laughs> <laughs> oh no no forex and crypto advisors they're in the league of their own so <laughs> heaven knows what spirits are involved there but uh, i mean look you've um dubbed yourself an african african spiritual advisor i mean first of all what is that and what have you done in your journey mm. to build yourself up to that okay so being an african spiritual advisor obviously i'm not formally initiated in terms of going a peshwani and becoming a full-blown sangoma but my if you can call it that my initiation has been my entire life i have lived this i have grown up with other initiates around dr mkiza my father and um actually helping him record some of the patient records that's how we're able to establish a pattern and actually do our research so it's not necessarily something i yeah i guess my life is you know my initiation school for mm. lack of a better words mm. you know it's mm. not something that i i've been taught but i've lived it mm. and how have you connected with your ancestors over the years and what sort of part and role in your life do you feel they have played? Oh, how have I connected over the years is the more I engage other people and speak on matters of African spirituality, the more I can say, my ancestors become stronger within me. And especially when I am on radio, when I'm on TV, when I'm speaking on matters of African spirituality, that is when they are the most excited and that is when that is what they really, really love, which um, is also pretty much why they haven't sent me that route is because they want me to be on TV and radio teaching people and sharing as much knowledge and wisdom that I can because I did come from a private school. So a lot of the people that I do help are people. The content I make is for people that actually didn't grow up the way I grew up. Mm. People that don't know Isi Zulu completely or their own mother tongue. Hence, I speak about it in English. Mm. Oh, wow. See, uh, I mean, I guess for a lot of us, you know, it is the beginning of a new year. You might have uh, new energy, new goals. Maybe you have the same goals as last year, but you actually kind yeah. of want to action them this year. I guess the question I want to know is, how do you then go about manifesting in the traditional sense? Is there a traditional term even for that, for manifesting? Yeah. <laughs> there goes the private school boy. Didn't you? <laughs> so, manifest, right? The best way to do it is okay. Two things that need to be important. One is communicating with your ancestors that which you desire. That needs to be communicated correctly using the right language. And number two, you also need to put yourself in the best possible position for your ancestors' blessings to work. Right? Mm. Mm. Number one, I'm going to use an example, a car. Okay? Everybody, either you want a better car or you want a car and you're tired of using public transport. So now what most people do when they pass or they call upon their ancestors is they ask for a car. Right? 
our ancestors didn't come from an era of cars. They came from an era where the mode of transportation was a horse. So whenever you pass here and you're asking for a car, you don't ask for a car. You say, I'm asking for a horse. Mm. You see, because you're going to say to your car, you're going to say to them, Mfuni mod, what? they don't know what a car is. So that is a big mistake when people are trying to ask their ancestors and manifest them um, a car is because they, 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 the wording that they're using with their ancestors when they communicate is incorrect. And on top of that, when we are doing the process of manifesting and asking God and our ancestors for these blessings, we're calling upon the wrong people and the wrong surname. Hmm. Right? Tell us more about that because that's a, a big, big, big topic as well. Big thing. So hmm. conceived in wedlock, right? As in complete wedlock. And when I say wedlock, I'm not saying ilobol. No, lobolo on its own is not enough. There needs to be a mashabis. The marriage is a covenant which is sealed by the blood of an animal. Right? That's why amashabis are so important. Different cultures execute amashabis so differently. Hence, I'm using the word, the general word amashabis. But the importance of calling upon the right surname and your, um, is because that determines where your spiritual umbilical cord is tied to. Right? Mm. Your spiritual umbilical cord is no different to the biological umbilical cord in that it's a, it's a, it's a connector, right? But it's also a means or a channel of communication and a channel of passing on blessings which assist with the process of manifestation. Because you can manifest anything that you want in the world, but if your spiritual umbilical cord is tied to absolutely nothing, where is it going to come from? Number one. And number two, when it does come, right, is it sustainable and is it going to grow? Because blessings should always bring more blessings. So sometimes you get that car that you've manifested and then you can't get past that one particular hatchback that you've bought and you really want to move into a sedan or mm -hmm. a, an, an mm -hmm. SUV. Mm -hmm. You see, or worse, you get into a car accident, now the blessing is not expanding. That is because the person who, the people that have blessed you with those blessings, you're not connected to them. Hmm. And, or you're using the wrong surname, so you, you get the car and you want to do a ritual of thanksgiving or whatever the case may be, and then you offer isteb or you offer an offering to the wrong people, hmm. then that blessing, in inverted commas, is taken away, hmm. i.e. a car accident. And, and, and the, the result of that is, is misfortune, I guess. Like you're saying, for instance, that's how it appears because you are basically calling on, um, for lack of a better word, the wrong ancestor, if, if I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think misfortune is, 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 a, is a, a wrong word. I don't like mm -hmm. to use the word misfortune mm. because then, you know, people tend to get afraid. I use the word outcome, right? Mm. Because not all outcomes are bad, you see. So it's just an outcome of using the wrong surname. Right. Uh, so yeah. yeah, this is Owen speaking. Who is or what is the wrong ancestor? Just clarify that for us. Okay. So, as... I use the surname in Kize because my mother and father are in complete wedlock. So the first surname or the correct surname for me to call upon first is the Mkizes. I can't go straight to the Dumas, and, which is my mother's maiden surname, and call upon them first. Were my mother and father separated or not married, right? And by force, right, I choose to call upon my father's surname as the wrong ancestor for me to call upon. So what's happening at the moment in South Africa is that a lot of people are being told that by a bang, right? Because, in other words, there's a fighting for them between their ancestors and surnames because mm. they need to be introduced to their father's surname and they need to be taken to the graveyard, right? Mm. 
which is absolute nonsense. Mm. Okay, and it's causing a lot of problem. Like a, a bulk of our clients um, are suffering from the surname dilemma because they're being told by some of the healers that you have to take your father's surname. Your father's surname is not compulsory, right? In Kizit, that's my grandmother's surname. So my father took his, his, his mother's surname and we're perfectly fine. It's not about whether you have your mother's surname or your father's surname, but it's which surname have you correctly been placed into based on the circumstances of your mother and father's marriage or non-marriage. Hmm. See, I wanted to ask you something quickly. Um, do we have time? Well, we yeah, what well, we ads. do. I just wanted to do a, a quick reminder for somebody who's just tuned in and uh, is perhaps hanging on the words here of Usia, but is, is trying to make out who is this guy? Siabong Amkiza is an African spiritual advisor. He joins us on the show, not an initiate, but certainly somebody who's uh, grown up in the space and through his father has been able to also get guidance in, in this um, aspect of spiritual matters and how they relate to our lives. Any comments, questions with everything you've heard so far? Maybe you totally disagree with everything CIA is saying, or maybe <laughs> maybe it actually speaks to you, right? You can give us a call, 089-110-3377, or tweet us as well. Yeah, Mel, go ahead. My question really is around, so like I said, it's the beginning of the year, people are, you know, trying to get things or get motivated, mm. get going. And let mm. me, you know. Mm. Yeah. So the best way to do it is obviously Upasha at home, right mm -hmm. and then there's Ukpasha where it's at the any moving body of water a waterfall a river or even the ocean the the best one being the ocean okay mm -hmm. and of course every six months or even every 12 months you know get used to doing rituals of thanksgiving right even if it's just one goat two goats three goats you know or a cow if you want but i think the success of a ritual of thanksgiving is the best kind of Thanksgiving to do is the one that, that your grandmother, your grandfather, your great-grandparents used to do, you know. So that's why I'm using the term generically, um, or generally rather, Thanksgiving, because different families historically used to do it differently. If your grandmother always used to, um, don't listen to me telling you what to do, but most of the time what you'll find is everything that you need is already within your bloodline and in your history. You guys, It's just that people need to go back and do the things that their grandmothers and their grandparents used to do when they were still alive. Sure. All right. We've got about three minutes, and I have to get some calls in. Um, so let's sure, go straight sure, to the sure. line. We'll go to, is it uh, Gazela or Gazela? Gazela. Gazela. Good morning. How are you? Good, sir. How are you? Very well. Sia Mkise is on the line. I don't know if you connect or not, agree, disagree, or maybe you want to add something. What's your thought? But, uh, I just want to ask something, because he said something interesting, man. I just want to ask something to him. Uh, my father did not grow up with, with, with his own father and, and mother. In fact, with, with the mother, yes, because they kind of divorced. He is his father and, and, and Umama came out divorced. Then Umama Ikulela or Ikulela somewhere. So Umama got married. Uh, then wakula is seven to second go go if one lay Now, as we grew up, can go go with three. So, 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 Satata is a to go. Now, listen, my seven side or nine. Who lives in the southern the Logan to abandon a bang in the Indonesian Malalams. 
na ukuse mtala wakangali wabo wakoduka eku koduke nguwa ke fashia esa stuko sasa sabendi sa u apo sikulere kona sabiza esi sako wabo genguko apo wae divosa umama ke kulere kona na uh, sikuna mahikapsi ya rindaye now i'm not quite sure if maybe that can be a reason maybe because we abandoned ababandu sarkulele kubo right, or right. Mkambi. is there anything along those lines i don't know all right thanks for that call okay. um you can listen over the radio uh, what is your uh, summarized response to that Sia, if anything at all okay all right so the first and most important question is what was umama's state of marriage the very first marriage Right, mm. because if his mother was sorry, if his grandmother was completely married to her first in her first marriage, and then the second marriage, right, where she had her dad from, where he had his his father from, right, that second marriage, in other words, wouldn't really count. Then what would happen is that his father would be what we call an isizulu ilongwe. So when a child is con- so when a man and a woman are completely married, there's no spiritual protocol to undo that wedding process, which means even if the father of the child is not the husband, that child would carry on with the husband's surname, right? Mm. That's what we call ilong. And ilong can happen even after divorce, mm. in inverted commas. So it's very difficult for me to give him an answer because we need to know what was the state of marriage of the first marriage that his grandmother was in. Mm. But your advice would be for him to consult, maybe? I'm just throwing it out there yeah i mean he wouldn't need to consult i mean Mm. it's it's mainly about if the first marriage was complete then that's the surname that they would need to have and then bonabangai gather themselves it's a ritual that digested grass you mix it together in a bucket and you guys cleanse that Mm. that's it gosh you have no idea how many calls you've been getting here Sia, and and we're uh, and (laughs) tweets and we're just out of time i mean i can't i can't (laughs) take this